welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Time to say goodbye. I don't, I was trying to go, you know how it's like, I'm like, I'm like what are you, I don't know. What do we do that this ad lib that's happening? I wasn't even harmonizing it. a choir boy situation i don't think so have i showed you that video yes you have you showed oh. me in hawaii the boy who has have you guys ever heard of castrata you know how there's like what do they call it alto soprano castrata castrato it's they used to castrate choir yes. boys so that they would preserve their young sweet voices forever google it it's haunting it is actually very haunting we need to show Roz that Oh, we definitely Roz would should. be obsessed. <laughs> be obsessed. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, happy bachelor finale. Yeah, happy that. bachelor finale. <laughs> bachelor in paradise finale. Wait. Pardon moi. That reminds me before we get into the bachelor stuff. Yes. We just talked about Roz. If you have only listened to our bachelor, bachelorette, or bachelor in paradise episodes, you should know there is so much more in the world of chatty bras so much more Roz is someone we had on um to talk she is about a fab drag queen who is has a ghost podcast yes, called ghosted yeah. and we talked about the paranormal anyway that's just one example of the many topics we get into that is we, we have so much fun on our non-bachelor episodes and we're about to get those started yeah in fact we have one dropping tomorrow thursday tomorrow and um yeah please tune in it definitely is one that is a vulnerable podcast for becca and i yeah i don't want to give too much away but um we decided to have a really intimate discussion about sexuality and sexual identity we had an episode um called the queer conversation a couple months ago Mm -hmm. where we had sort of a little panel but this one is very personal between jess and i yes uh yeah i think i think think you and i we both talk about things that we've really never shared with anyone before and seriously hi mom (laughs) (laughs) thankfully my parents do not listen but but yeah it's um yeah i hope you guys tune in and then the the following week we will we couldn't we could not do the bachelor in paradise finale without having a we little to we had to tie it all together do a q a about the past three seasons that we've watched this year um and we've got some good questions coming up so that'll be next week we're doing a little bachelor q a yeah all sorts of different questions we got so s- many funny ones i'm super excited we're gonna play some fuck mary kill it'll be a blast it'll be great so that'll be next week and then tomorrow will be um our special episode but yeah our first non-bachelor content episode in man almost a couple months it's been a while so it has looking forward to it um anything else i mean i just have to say that i did yesterday uh watch a quick little clip of hannah beast on dancing with the stars and to that i say bravo queen because she slayed the stage i b- i believe it actually she seemed like she was a pretty good i mean i was kind of like yeah i was like oh i bet she's gonna be good she, i bet she'll be decent yeah and then i turned it on and i was like oh holy shit oh really <laughs> you might win this oh really <laughs> yeah she was so good oh that's awesome. i'm also the worst dancer ever so no you're not worse than joe 
Joe was horrible. Actually, if Joe and I would have been partners, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> it's just been a lot of falling on top of each other. <laughs> it's just, I don't think you have two left feet like he does. And he knows it. I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at Joe. I, I can, uh, I can grind. <laughs> I can get low and I that's can get about it, it on at a high school prom. That is for sure. I've been kicked out of a prom or two, <laughs> but, uh, you know, when it comes to ballroom, it's not my thing. Oh, that's wild. Um, but anywho, yeah, I think that's it. Cool. Other than that, uh, I have my glass of champagne. Becca has her white claw in celebration oh, of cheers, baby. Cheers. The it's like final. A, what after eleven o'clock at night? Good mm-hmm, lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, one last thing. Yes. Before we really get into this, uh, you want to talk about our distress? What? Our distress? oh no, we'll get into that in a second. No, oh, okay. I was just going to say if you've enjoyed these past seasons, if you've tuned in for our Bachelor in Paradise recaps or Bachelor Bachelorette episodes. And if you enjoy it, please take the time to write a review. We really appreciate it. It really helps us. We've talked about this a lot before. It helps us get even bigger and better guests. And it's just something that it it, it really helps us in many ways, but mostly emotionally. <laughs> we feel <me>. validated. <laughs> I struggle. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, it is. It does mean the world. And um, yeah, so five stars if you enjoy. You can just take two minutes out of your day and do that. It yeah. would really mean a lot to us. So thank power you. Thank the, you, broads. Power to the broad squad. Also, I'm planning on having some fun new merch out soon. So stay tuned. Holla. Holla. I don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm so down for it. Oh, you're going to be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, quick quick moment to talk about our distress. oh my god um, yeah so we had the weird glitch in our in our internet while we were streaming this episode i don't like know if anyone else minutes yeah i don't know if anyone else like had struggle city like we did and i was like pulling my hair out and I, panicking i think <laughs> it's just the hulu live like weirdness because that yeah, happened on hannah's season too that's true and i know some people also had issues we with missed when she's like she fell and slid down the like driveway and we missed it because our tv was messy yeah, yeah so that happened tonight but for a good um, a good chunk, it seemed like okay. But we cannot distinguish if we actually missed any content or if it was just like commercials and filler of Chris Harrison talking. Okay, the reason we are fixated on this is yes. because we did not see any Nicole and Clay footage. So either we missed something, we saw the proposal, but then during the reunion, where were they? Where were they? Right, I, or the or the lack of, thereof of yes. proposal. We definitely saw all of that, but. But Chris Harrison never, that we saw, brought anyone up in the hot seat. So we're like, did we miss something with our internet? I was like, did they just shade them to the max and just not include them in this? Okay, so we may just be totally missing it. And we're going to sound ridiculous right now. But let's just assume, I, I, don't, I don't think that they showed them. I know. I, I felt like our, our Hulu was glitching the entire night. So I wasn't 100% right. sure. But it, I don't know. I, I, I don't think they should. They we, did not I show mean, here's them, the thing. girl. Jess, we didn't miss so. I mean, do you think they would only give them two or three minutes, like on stage, or like five minutes? I don't know. I mean, I feel like Nicole was very displeased. Okay, so I feel like it could have been crazy with Angela and Annalise yeah. being there. Like I would think we that didn't it was see a, any of Angela. We didn't see, any of Angela or Annalise or like we saw one cast, quick like little blip honest. Of, no that's true <laughs> um but yeah no if they literally just cut them out and like shaded them in that way that's crazy to me I think they just had to prioritize other stuff especially they showed so much of Chris and Katie though I wonder why they didn't do a two-night finale I know you'd think they would 
but I guess Dancing with the Stars, they're like, oh, this is yeah. our priority. Although that a- normally ABC starts says no. Normally starts the week after. I know. So that's really. I think. I think they just weren't expecting to have a, only a three-hour slot to fit everything into. Yeah. I. I just. Well, I'm going to be looking out for the Instagram posts. Let's just say that. Yeah. So point is, is uh, we were a little confused about that, but we wanted to make sure that we <laughs> we didn't want to postpone our recap for you, Broad. So if we miss this large chunk, we will obviously be yeah. finding out very soon. I don't think we and missed anything is a crazy thing. Though. I know. But if we did, we'll, we'll yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. chat with you all about it during our. Yeah. At some point. At some point. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, anyways, anyways. So I'm so curious after watching this reunion how ultimately Clay and Nicole end up working out. And speaking of working out. Speaking of Clay. <laughs> speaking very much <laughs> of Clay. Let's talk about the workout you can do from anywhere. Your portable gym, you may say? I don't know. Or you can just call it open fit. Open fit. It takes all the complexity out of getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room, bedroom, office, bathroom, grocery store aisle, (laughs) wherever you want, in as little as 10 minutes a day. You can access and view it on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, even Roku. There's so many amazing class options to choose from, classes that normally you have to pay a pretty penny to attend. And... Here's the thing. Some places only sell classes as a package, and often you can't make it to every class. But you don't have to worry about that with OpenFit. OpenFit brings the class to you. Okay, OpenFit has this one new class called Rough Around the Edges that is amazing. It's Mm. taught by six stunt women, and it combines MMA movements with cardio and resistance. And I'm telling you, you feel like the ultimate badass doing this class. Um, I popped i popped on a headband and hot pants and i did this workout a few days ago and i felt like hollywood's most desired stunt person and that is a powerful feeling my friends oh yes (laughs) you too can feel like hollywood's most desired stunt person i have no idea who that is but you can be that person openfit has changed the way we work out and by texting code chatty to 303030 you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you right now during the openfit 30-day challenge our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text chatty to 303030. That's 303030. You will get full access to OpenFit. All the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text chatty to 303030 Standard message and data rates may apply. I wonder Boom. if Leo is Hollywood's most desired stunt person. <laughs> oh, my God. You mean Aqua? Guy, Waterworld, Waterworld, Waterworld at baby. Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. We should go pay him a visit. That hottie, hottie. You know, if we should really we should go show up with Ember to the Waterworld show. At Universal We're Studios. just staring at him. Get a VIP, like pay for the VIP pass, <laughs> and be like, get the photos with the cast afterwards. <laughs> be like, what? How do you think he would react if me and you just like? I feel like he'd like swish his hair and be like, "I've been waiting to see you here," or do something super like uncomfortably Ew. dramatic. Yeah, I know. He, I don't know if he still does it because I don't keep tabs on him anymore, but he always used to do these really weird impressions like every day with a stupid yeah. quote. Yeah. He did like what like the cute little like precious theater kids do, but he's scary. So it wasn't <laughs> precious. <laughs> I just tried to take a breath and swallow at the same time. <laughs> it's such a weird slurpee. I just thought I was that funny. I was like, damn, I didn't think that one was slay as much as it did. No. 
help me. Okay. Let's talk about this damn episode. Let's talk about this episode. And this white claw's already hitting me hard. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's a celebration episode. We gotta get a little loose, yes, you know? Yes. Um so I I will say let's I don't want to spend too long on this part because I want to talk about the reunion mostly. Yeah. Okay. Um, the so, engagements were very, I mean, like, well, we didn't see any of the fantasy suites. No, absolutely nothing because nothing. we were too busy fixating on Nicole and Clay, which we then didn't see any of. I mean, it's a trade off. I suppose yeah, they got I, their I, non-engagement I moment so they don't get any time at the reunion. Exactly. Um, maybe, maybe. Yeah. If it wasn't a glitch. Um, but, yeah, okay, so first we had Katie and Chris, and obviously they were, like, struggle city before this, and then he, now that they're together, she's like, I have, like, no clarity where you're at, blah, 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 and he says that it takes this t- tough times for him to know when he cares, and they seem like all of a sudden he's like, yes, I'm falling in love with you, and she makes some comment where she's like, she never thought she'd get that feeling with Chris, and she's getting it, and I'm like... I. I just the, the whole dynamic was like very confusing. They need to, to just me. stop. I I've been saying it for weeks now. Just please break the fuck up. They just even in and again we didn't see the fantasy suite. I guess, but even in this portion where they're like over the moon happy, it just didn't seem that happy. W- no, and yeah. she's and she if like you follow her on Instagram, she is like a fun, happy go lucky person. This just the they relationship low key bring out the worst in each other. Yes, a hundred percent. I will say for Katie, she did post the other day, um, and I feel like I she had mentioned this before, but I forgot. You you know when she um on the last episode we were like she seems drunk and she's weird and grumpy and blah 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 she's a narcolept oh so she was talking on her instagram about how when she starts to get like when the narcolepsy kicks in that she can get like really grumpy and like really kind of out of it and she has to go like immediately take a nap whoa yeah that's crazy. Which is like such a fun fact about somebody. Yeah. Like a, the Z's hit hard. Whoa, that sucks. I know. I'm sorry, Katie. I know. Um, well, anyway, they're just not good for each other. They're just yeah. awful for each other. Um, and I think they should, I mean, they probably have broken up at this point after what we saw at the reunion. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I'm going to be checking the Insta to see I'm if not, there's any declarations. I'm not banking on a happily ever after for them. I mean, I think I know what exactly what's happening. I just think that they both do genuinely want love. They both like sometimes like each other and they're both like trying to convince themselves that this is their person, even though they both yeah. know very deep down that it's not. Yeah. I feel that simple as that i feel that convincing thing happening yes for sure. trying to convince themselves and convince the other person yeah. at the same time yeah Oof. <laughs> um well then we're taken to hannah and dylan of course everything's like completely fine <laughs> there's just nothing to say it's just like yeah you guys i'm in love with him i want to spend the rest of my life with him and i'm really struggling because i want my family to meet him but they will in two days so that was my favorite part of their dynamic in this is that she clearly knows that there's no drama going on with them. So she's like trying to add in maybe a little bit of like a storyline. Yes, I like, was burned before. Yeah, like, exactly. Or just kind of be like, maybe this will add a little bit of like question mark mystery to our relationship towards the end. It's like, no, you babes are in love. You found each other. Yeah. I feel like every time I see them, they're starting to become more and more the same person. Yeah. And they're just becoming one unit. Yes. <laughs> I just think the things they say are so funny because then at the engagement part, one of them or both of them or, you know, them <laughs> at the same time. They. <laughs> they. 
like, uh, you know, I never thought that anything like this could exist. I never thought this would happen to me. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> you guys are I both like really just, hot and young. I always <laughs> just got to laugh at the things they say because they're just like in their own planet. And you know what, Dylan and Hannah, I envy you because I wish I, I just, you're like, beautiful hot children existing in a fantasy yeah there's something that's like happening way. like some sort of like crystal energy that's <laughs> going on around them that's like met like crystallizing them together and they're just gonna start like and they're never gonna off. age <laughs> <laughs> like we're 19 forever then but the, but the part is is that they'll be 90 and be like oh my god we look so old and like <laughs> you motherfuckers still look 19 you're literally crystallized what are you talking You're about? off the ground. You don't have to eat food anymore. You've never left each other's embrace. You're now photosynthesizing from the sun. <laughs> and somehow it always provides you a perfect tan. How? How? So they're happy as hell. They're great. Good for them. <laughs> I hope they continue their chrysalis together. I'm going to drink to them. <laughs> oh, speaking of... Another couple to drink to. Who? Demi and Christian. Oh, let me down the whole <laughs> bottle real quick because, bitch, I was like sobbing when then um, Christian proposed to Demi at the. I mean, I know I'm skipping ahead, but oh, then are you joking? I was like, you oh, mean, two proposals. You had to do it to me. You mean being like a full puddle on the floor? Oh, they're so cute. I mean, when Demi was talking about how um, after Colton's season, everyone was saying like she's undeniably herself, and it put so much pressure on her. I know you nailed it. I had to have my. I have to have my. I was right moment because I revel in those moments. But you really, I, you yeah. I got to give you that one for I sure. I was like, she's just not, she's not mm-hmm. showing all of herself. Yeah. And, and bravo. I know. Because I just really think she's displayed like next level vulnerability, vulnerability, not just um, with like being lesbian, because there was definitely a way that she could have done that or being bi. Sorry. Um, there's definitely a way she could have done that with like still preserving a lot of like what's going on inside yeah oh she could have still continued to be like the typical demi and like had her guard up yeah. and be like i'm fluid but you know whatever yeah, yeah. yeah her vulnerability really extended beyond her sexual identity where she was just really being open about her insecurities about you know the things she struggled with about just her identity as a person not yeah. just sexual identity anyway all that is really nice to watch and it i was wonderful i'm very happy for both of them because they're just they're really great together. Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, and then there was Clay and Nicole, um, and they had uh, no girl. I mean, I okay. I thought that there was going to be some struggles going on, but I did not think that he was going to opt out of the fantasy suite. Yeah, that was weird. That was wild to me, and like, not to put men in a box, but having when a man. And especially that's like his girlfriend and he finally gets an actual night alone with her to enjoy sexual pleasures and he just decides not to. Like. I think he's really aware, though, of where and, and this is what, what there was many things that frustrated me about all this. It just made me think that he actually really didn't like her that much, that he opted out. Definitely possible. Yeah. Or the way that I, I was going to take it, the. I guess clay friendly route is I was going to say that Nicole that he is very aware of how Nicole feels about him 
And he was like, I don't want to lead her on, which was kind of the irony because I felt like Nicole was accusing him of leading her on when I really think I, it was kind of the opposite. Yeah, she, she was saying that he had never brought up any of these doubts before. And I was like, that's a hundred percent not true. <laughs> that's he's like a hundred percent of what he's been talking <laughs> he's about. He's been talking about it literally every time you guys sit down, he expresses his doubts. He's like, I just doubts. don't know. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's not, that is Angela. not fair for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Angela. <laughs> um, but and, yeah. And I thought he was sort of stretching. Cause he was like, I was never able to say about Angela that I was starting to fall in love with her, which I mean, Nicole, like, absorb that and let that give you comfort like this guy never said that in eight months in his relationship with angela and like he's saying that to you in three weeks like yeah that's a that's a win and here's my take on it okay yes girl i completely agree with the sentiment of like you deserve someone who's gonna love you back the same whatever whatever this scenario though come on like with clay's personality and who he is he is he was not leading her on he was not like trying to like pull a fast one he he's no. like this slow sensitive guy that obviously you have to be patient with because he needs his time to be sure of the things the yeah. decisions he makes yeah and i feel like if she would have been paying attention she would have been thinking about again the fact i've harped on it a million times but the fact that he did not say i love you to a woman that he was with for eight months like there's no way he's going to propose after three weeks Duh. Unless he's a literally was body snatched, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it no, just it just duh. wouldn't it wouldn't happen. So yeah, why, I, be, I why was, would she even think that? Yeah, I was I was really shocked by her reaction, extreme reaction. I think Nicole has been too caught up in her vision for herself rather than mm. a realistic view of her relationship with Clay. That is very insightful. So I think she's been so focused on her personal dream that she hasn't actually seen the person in front of her. I guess with him not going to the fantasy suite, when I'm saying like, oh, maybe he just didn't like her. It could be that. Or like you were saying, the positive end is he could be actually being super sensitive. Well, and he's just like you've been harping on. He's just really slow. Yeah. Because I don't think he would have said to Nicole, I'm starting to fall in love with you if he didn't mean it. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know? I don't think so either. And but I think that her reaction to everything was very telling. And I'm sure that that shed a lot of light for him on the situation. Yeah. So. Oh, it was so. Well, we didn't. Again, we saw nothing of the fantasy suite. So there's nothing to talk about (laughs) in that way. Thanks for this. Well, she slept by herself. She slept by herself. Clay slept by himself. And the (laughs) other three couples, we got a little a little bit of a more kissing happening with hannah and dylan and demi and christian but really didn't see much i think i saw more of demi and christian's overnight on the previews than the actual episode itself i believe that you're right (laughs) and i'm just like okay with this is a fest can you imagine if taisha and jpj would have been on it it would have been so much fun they would have had the best time ever wow they would have had just a full party i'm still (laughs) lobbying for a jpj taisha show jpj i know we will not be silenced. We will not be silenced. <laughs> Unless it is created. Petition. Um, so then proposal day, obviously, you know, we touched on Clay and Nicole. I mean, um, she was like serving some serious JLo realness with her look, which speaking of JLo realness, abroad sent this to me and it could be completely photoshopped and probably is. But she was like, yo, have you ever noticed that Nicole's last name is Lopez? And she's like, check out this picture. And it's a photo of like, 
Nicole's graduation day and Jennifer Lopez is in the background. Nicole's last name, isn't it like Aguilar? I think it's Lopez. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. No way. So I bet it's we we both kind of decided that we think it's Photoshop, but can you imagine if she's actually like in the family of the Queen J Lo herself? Shut up. You know? That's crazy. I don't know. Anyway. But she was giving me that vibe. Um, but yeah, the, the speech was straight out of like a romance novel. It was <laughs> really, really intense. Um and yeah, I do I I do believe that Nicole needs to find somebody who is going to sweep her off her feet. Like I think you said last episode, like she needs to find a Prince Charming type personality. I just, I mean, I'm wondering if if her and Christian are going to hit each other up again. Yeah. You wonder, huh? I I mean, he was that, he was that guy. He was that guy who was willing to like be right out the gate. So passionate and vocal about how she was the only one that he wanted. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Okay, I just actually found it's on Nicole's Instagram. Nicole posted this an Instagram of her graduation that has Jennifer Lopez next to her, but it's obviously photoshopped. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For a second when you said it was on her Instagram, I was like, oh, it's no, real. she was just trolling people by photoshopping Jennifer Lopez in. Okay. Damn so, it. Yeah. I was really hoping for a second. <laughs> I know I believed it for a second too I was like oh my god that's her cousin I'm like I'm pretty sure like her speech to Clay was actually out of the wedding planner like JLo's monologue so it would just all make sense no but then Katie commented like I'm dead so the wedding planner oh my god <laughs> I remember that one of vividly. Matthew McConaughey's greatest greatest works I think that that's the problem is that Nicole pictures herself as like in a Jennifer Lopez character I, I, yeah, role I agree really. Um, so yeah, obviously she says, I need you to answer this one question. Do you love me? And he says, I'm do not there. Do you love me, Clay? Do, just Clay, like so do like, you love me? It she kind of like so, yelled it a little bit. And yeah. he was like, I'm not there yet. Which by the way is the catchphrase of the season. Yes. 12 people have said, I'm not there yet. And I don't think I've 12 ever. 12 people? No, that's oh, a hard exaggeration. I would, I would believe it. But it was many people. And I've never heard I'm that phrase. I don't think even used on the show I don't, before. Or I, or I don't think I can get there. Yeah. It's all there. It's like, get there. I'm Where's there? there? What is this? I guess you're there, Jess. You're <laughs> married. You're there, baby. Baby, I got there. I'm here to stay. <laughs> Planted my flag. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it's so strange to me. Um, and then she, like, dramatically leaves. Yeah. And he's like, please, can we figure this out? <laughs> he's not, like, going, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, he was like, no, no, please, please. Yeah. Let's, let's figure Tragic. this out. Well, yeah. that didn't happen. She was like, I, I deserve a man, flipped her hair and stomped on out of there. Yeah, she really wanted to so, get engaged. That was a hard. Thank you, next. Um, Katie and Chris, I am literally oh. in shock when he proposes to her. I know, because, you know, when he's leading up, like, I think I'll have to see her to know if I'm going to do it or not. And so I'm like, oh, we know how this is going to happen. Then he does it. Now, regardless of their relationship, his speech fantastic great his his proposal fantastic Again, i don't think these people are actually talking to the person in front of them i think they're yeah. talking into the air to their dreams yeah seriously <laughs> though like i'm like y'all katie chris this is yeah i know is, this is a tv show but we have not seen it happen between you two ever yeah i've never once seen them look even remotely like excited to be around each other maybe like their initial meeting well, he said like towards the very end of his gorgeous speech, he said, tomorrow isn't guaranteed. So I want to make this the best moment of our lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's kind of a weird statement. 
Like, this is the best moment like, of you guys being together. Well, like, tomorrow isn't guaranteed, so, like, let's just do this so thing. Fuck like, it. YOLO. <laughs> like, maybe I took it wrong. But no, for like, sure. I get what uh, you're saying 100%. That's just, like, a strange turn of no, phrase. No, literally, it's just, like, but fuck it. Let's just do it. Yeah, let's just try this out. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite the attitude to go into marriage with. No. So, but we all saw that coming, I hope. Yeah, so apparently Chris's sixth try ended up getting a proposal, but doesn't seem yeah. to maybe be working out. Um, Hannah and Dylan, leading up to it, Hannah literally says Dylan is awesome, and I, like, wet my pants. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are from Alabama, but mm-hmm. you sound like you are from California, mm-hmm. because that is what I would say. Dylan's I'd be like, Evan so- is awesome. <laughs> I think I said that in my vows. Evan, you're awesome. You're an awesome guy. I feel like your love for me is so gnarly. It's like, mm. ugh, stoked. It's like, um, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, yeah, that actually kind of just sums it up. Yeah, correct. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, their proposal, she brings up the whole thing that we talked about, but he proposes, she acts surprised. Yeah. And she's like, like, oh. <laughs> he's like, what, who, me? And then when he actually gives her the ring, I'm like, it's pretty, but I thought it would be bigger. <laughs> like, Neil Lane really doesn't give I mean, the he BIP. I give out multiple rings. I know. Look, he Christian does... and Demi got two. Okay, That's girl. true. That's true. They were really having to play their cards right to get both of those. That's why it had to be extended. Yes. And Neil Lane was really digging in his, like, the... diamond mines. Trying to find... <laughs> yes, in his troll pockets looking for more. <laughs> He had to sacrifice a couple of goats for those gems. It's just it just is kind of crazy to me, like the Bachelor Bachelorette size ring compared to the ones that are given on Bachelor in Paradise. I thought those were still rocks. Oh, no, no, no. I I would never. They're thrice the size of mine. Let me see yours. I don't have mine on right now. Oh my! Does that mean you guys aren't married anymore? Does this mean you're getting divorced? I just have to say. I'm not there. I'm not there yet anymore. <laughs> I think, I, yeah. I don't I think, think I'm there. <laughs> I like walked away. No, it gets too hot and my ring finger gets swollen, swollen. and it hurts. Yeah, I feel um, but it's much smaller than any of those, mm. you know, that's no shade. Evan <laughs> is very poor. <laughs> we, are, we are quite poor. Um, no, you just didn't have rings funded by. Yes. Reality TV but that I'm are like hundred thousand like, dollars. Maybe I maybe I was getting a false view, but I felt like in comparison, I just it just surprised me. I felt like Neil Lane would really give Hannah G and Dylan, since they are like the love couple of paradise, a fat rock. You know, I really want it. I used to scoff at the Neil Lane diamonds, but in my older age, I've come to appreciate those gems. And I'm wondering, ABC, how can I get back on your good side so that so that I can have Grayston or really anyone propose to me with one of those rings. Maybe ABC will pay for your wedding one day. I don't want that. I want to end up like Chris and Crystal with some randoms screaming at each other at my reception. I don't know no why thanks. you wouldn't. I don't know why you wouldn't want that. <laughs> no thanks. Clout is not worth it. Just so you know, I would be the one screaming. <laughs> I told you I'm not there yet anymore. Throw your ring. start making out with some bachelor person that's there oh my god you're like can i steal you for a second they're like what no who are you i talk about you all the time (laughs) i've never said anything bad about you on my podcast you can check (laughs) Um, okay next so then demi and christian um i mean it was just when first of all demi in the red holy holy smokes and then christian in the white jumpsuit 
I was noticing the other couples, I was very sad about the fashion choices. Mm. Like, if I would be knowing that I'd be walking down to my proposal, I would be in rhinestones, I would be in a feather headdress, <laughs> like, it would just be the whole thing. And they were very basic, but, like, Demi... And did Swarovski <laughs> crystal. But Demi in the red... And her, yeah, that white jumpsuit, it was very like wedding esque. It was stunning. Um, and then Chris was like, You feeling all those feels? Chris, I was like, Chris <laughs> shut the fuck up, dude. You're ruining the fucking moment. <laughs> He's coming walking down looking stunning, and you're just like throwing in like the kids' lingo. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but when. Chris is like, I've been shipping you two all along. <laughs> Shut up. This is going to be great for the franchise. Um, for real. Bachelor in Paradise Twitter is like always just tweeting memes of like dimming Christian like goals. Am I right? And I'm like, ah. the virtue signal, virtue signaling in The Bachelor is oh crazy. God, like y'all got to make up for the fact that you, we still haven't had a black bachelor. And you're just like, I let's put two really hot white blonde women making out on I'm our show. I'm very salty Ding. about that bachelor topic but we'll get there yes we'll soon. get there when we get there um, we didn't even hear from mike the whole time i yeah i have yeah so anyways back to something happier um i will say that <laughs> their propo- the proposal um when she said like you said i came here to find myself but i found myself and you started bawling no, i thought you said in you no i found myself and you Oh, I like myself in you too, though. That's sweet. I like that. Maybe that's what it was. Because like the message that I got was like, we each got our own message. It was like, build your own. Uh, The message that I got was like, like through you, I found me. And it was just like so sweet. I found me. Maybe we were hearing what we each needed to hear. It was what we needed for the We're day. We're projecting onto what we needed to hear. Turns out she actually never said <laughs> that at all. Any of that. So, <laughs> whatever it was, it was so whatever beautiful. It was, it was awesome. It was fantastic. And when she proposes, and they both get down on their knees and are yes! embracing, and I'm that just was like, really sweet. And take note, Christian, the only one who did not immediately just look at the ring and just stand there. They were like embracing and sobbing for like a solid five before she ever even looked at the ring. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And then that's when she's like, um, you gotta get a ring too, Demi. I know. They're like, (coughs) Neil, Neil, where are you? My man, get with the times, Neil. (laughs) Both of us need one. Lesbian jerk. Two rings, Neil. (laughs) Two diamonds for us. Oh man. So yeah, that was the final couples. Um I Is I, that it of the thing now to the Yeah, then okay. it's reunion time, baby. Um yes, before we hop into the reunion. Okay, broads. I'm excited to talk to you about this next sponsor. Oh, oh, oh I'm excited too. Uh I don't know if you're watching the YouTube right now, but if you are, you may be wondering where my red, my tight red ribbed tank is from or my high-waisted khaki floods see they're floods they're so comfortable I had and no idea cute that's what those were called um yeah the little halfies i think that's what they're called floods um i'm so happy to show and introduce you to the amazing amazing style plan from frank and oak Style Plan by Frank and Oak People is a clothing subscription box for men and women curated by a combination of amazing stylists and ai 
AI, baby. What's AI? Artificial intelligence. What? What the heck? This is the clothing of the future, my friends. Okay. They make the process so simple. You just tell them a little bit about yourself by taking an online style quiz, preview your monthly subscription box. Then you can take seven days to decide what you love and send back what you don't. But you can also customize your choices and confirm what you'll be getting in your subscription box before it ships. So Frank and Oak shows you a bunch of clothing options that you may like, and you can go through all of them and specifically choose what you want. You can also skip a month or cancel anytime. Shipping and returns are always free. Um, I, for one, can feel mediocre about certain styling boxes. If I'm being honest, I'm typically like, eh, about the options. Listen to me, broads. Mm. When I went on Frank and Oak, I hit the floor. The cutest, most chic clothing options, like staple quality pieces, I, you have to go on their website. And on top of providing you with timeless fashion, they are ethically made. The style plan by Frank and Oak is taking environmentally conscious clothing to the next level. With an emphasis on recycled materials and reducing waste, many of their products are made with minimal impact on the environment. Some of the fabrics they work with include hemp, linen, and denim made with up to 95% less water than normal denim. I'm telling you, you have to check them out. I promise you will not regret it. To discover what your wardrobe has been missing, try Style Plan by Frank and Oak. Completely risk-free. Go to frankandoak.com slash chatty and you'll get $25 off your first subscription box. That's frankandoak.com slash chatty for $25 off your subscription first subscription box. frankandoak.com slash chatty. Uh, B, so I know you've been <sighs> struggling with the migraines lately. Yes, um, I have. They're I know, horrible. I know, and I feel you. There's literally nothing worse than a migraine. You look physically fine, but you genuinely cannot function. Um, and I know you are my natural, uh, my natural queen. I am. And you go for those natural solutions. But sometimes medication is a necessity. Well, now it's easier to treat your condition from the comfort of your own home thanks to Cove. Waiting for a doctor's visit or paying expensive copays is a thing of the past. Cove can make sense of your migraine headaches to better understand what triggers them and what you can do to reduce the severity and frequency. With Cove, the path to treating your migraine headaches begins with a simple consultation. Like just said, from the convenience of your own home, a doctor reviews your symptoms, a doctor who is licensed to practice medicine in the state you live in determines what is the best course of treatment for you. Then your personalized supply of medication is delivered directly to your door. Migraines are personal. Therefore, each treatment plan is too. A few weeks after you begin your treatment, Cove will reach out through their secure patient portal to check how you've been feeling. Cove offers both acute and preventative medications. All migraine medication prescribed by Cove's doctors is FDA approved. And by the way, when you sign up for Cove, and you, you'll receive your first month of medication free. Yeah, totally free. No medical insurance necessary. Uh, I started the Cove process, and I can tell you it couldn't be easier. And let's be real, you want easy when you're dealing with a crippling migraine. Uh, the mm -hmm. website is so informative, gives you options like knowing what meds you need or consulting a doctor. And the online consultation, so seamless. Their doctors typically review consultations within a few hours and will always complete the review within 48 hours. Um, in less than a day, I got an email letting me know that they had reviewed my consultation and my treatment plan was 
already ready to view. If you suffer from migraine headaches, the last thing you need is to wait to see a doctor. With Cove, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, get your first month of medication free. Visit withcove.com slash chatty. That's your first month of medication free by visiting withcove.com slash chatty. W-I-T-H-C-O-V-E dot com slash chatty. All right, so... Reunion time. Um, I have to say that I saw a girl in the audience immediately that I know, like front row, and she didn't send me any tea about it. So we really must be banned when my friends aren't sending me information. Wow. (laughs) She's not really a friend, but you know, a person you know. I was angered. Okay. Um, We start off um, and we see everybody. I mean, JPJ got the biggest scream. I'll say that. Did he really? Yes. I thought it was Demi. I guess it was close, but mm. JPJ's was deafening. Understandably so. Even um, though he's still an asshole, but I'm still obsessed with him. Absolutely. And Tasha did not get that loud of a scream, and I wanted to go and throw a drink into every person's face who was there. Personally. Yeah, personally. Agreed. I <laughs> feel like you are wrong. Yeah, what the... F- um, <sighs> if you happen to notice, Luke S. was missing. I did not notice yes, that. He was he not there. He must have had some sort of conflict. Well, here's the deal. What? So I don't know if you all have seen this. I got a lot of DMs about it. But um, with the whole rose ceremony where Luke, you know, was... Chris offered his rose up to everyone oh, after... Oh, yeah, yeah, um, Well, he posted, and it was a full editing-ish uh, with the producers. Yes. Where apparently he offered the rose to Bree. She said no, and then he said goodbye to everybody. Yep. Um, and, and they made a- him look so desperate, those yep. trolls. Yep, and he was very upset about it, rightly. Well, I ended up getting a few messages about this, and I say this with a certain amount of hesitation because I don't know where everyone was getting this from. Um, but apparently what? Haley disclosed somewhere, I need to find out where, that he got sexually aggressive with her, and that was why the cocktail party was canceled. And why they went straight to the rose ceremony, and also maybe why he offered it to. Where Br- are people getting this from? Apparently, she disclosed it. Where? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I say this, you know. I was trying to do my. I was trying to find it. I couldn't, but I got the message from numerous people. Um, That's weird. Yeah, which would then actually kind of fall in line with the fact that he randomly asked Bree or gave offered Bree the rose instead of Haley, and then also maybe why Haley was so like, no, Lucas, no. Nick Viles way more attractive. I, I I don't know. The so fuck? if that's the case, yikes! And our radar was way off about Lucas. If that is the case, but I'm not 100 percent sure. So. so no one said where they got this info from. No. What I know this is amazing. It's a mystery. If you all sent this to me or no, please DM us. And now I just need to yeah, know. Yeah, I would where take this with from. a grain of salt for everyone listening, just so yes. we don't automatically assume. No, yeah. th- that's why I wanted to make yeah, it clear. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know where this came from, so Weird. I'm not 100 percent sure. But I did get this message numerous times Weird. from people. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho, so he was missing. So, but that would also then add up to why he might be missing if yeah. there were issues with him, and yeah. then they removed him. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know. Um. Okay. So, they have security ready at the show. Oh, my God. Which is the thing. They, they had those two on. And it was funny because Chris said, the first time we've ever removed two people. Um, ding, ding, ding. No. Not true. Two years ago, they had to remove Corinne and Demario. Yeah. Like, we're I guess it was like for a different... Maybe they he, still got removed. <laughs> it's true. 
It's very He's true. Like the first time two no, people ever got removed not, from paradise. Yeah, we are going to act like that didn't happen because <laughs> they never want to remember that situation ever again. Yeah, they're like quietly, like starting to brush under the rug, hoping rewriting all of our history. new young millennials who are watching haven't been watching the past. Just they've just been watching since pre Me Too movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which by, so by the way, anyway, we don't have to get into that. Whatever, keep going. Um. So the first conflict that's discussed is Derek and JPJ. Mm. Um, JPJ is completely unrepentant. He's not repentant. And, and Derek, like, immediately is like, can I speak? And it seems so hot that I feel like the, they must have edited out a Go- huge chunk where Derek was, or, like, JPJ was maybe coming for him Look, or something. Yeah, this is what I was saying to Jess. The These finale things are, like, five hours long. Literally. Yes. I'm not exaggerating. So when you only have, what, an hour and ten minutes total mm-hmm. of... Time, they got to boil down a lot and also i'm normally really really bad at noticing when there's editing happening this this specific episode i'm like i see editing everywhere yeah. i hear laughs inserted i felt yeah. like i was like noticing so much yeah. like yeah, so yeah. much cutting that just felt weird and yep. yeah um so yeah jpj not repentant at all um, i mean there's really no surprise in all these inter- in the interactions between the two of them Derek is sweetest pie as ever john paul jones doesn't apologize about chris and crystal apologize i i do have to say comment for the win was jordan popping in and going like derek don't answer that this is ridiculous this is out of context (laughs) he's like social media has become a dating app people meet in dms if you did meet someone and hook up with them that's okay do i think you're a misogynist piece of shit no derek great suit by the way (laughs) i know i love jordan but it was so true because the thing is if derek has met girls from his dms as and actually almost every single as, single bachelor guy of course as have so many people in real life you meet people through social media yeah, and I you mean, end up hooking up with them we saw it on paradise with blake and and these that. women are probably reaching out to him yeah. and he's going okay i mean again he says he didn't but even if he if he did i stand by what jordan says okay fine, whatever whatever live your life consensual sex with someone in your dms who the fuck cares yeah, it's yeah, and, and I didn't. I mean, John Paul Jones fabricated basically everything he made up about. Yes, yes, Derek. Yes. So, and Derek even fuck him for that. We finally got the actual like tone of what had happened, yeah. where Derek was like, "Yeah, pe- they were asking me what's life like after Bachelor in Paradise, and do you get a lot of DMs?" And yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Move on to the next. This is such a waste. Of, that, them two were kind of a waste of time. I just wish that Derek would have had it. They would have given him a little more screen time. Too. It was funny, though, because he kind of hesitated. And I was like, yeah, you definitely hooked up with people. I mean, probably. From Instagram. But I'd be like, no, cool. no, no shade. I, I don't care yeah. at all. It just was kind of funny to me because then John well, Paul Jones was like, have you? And he was just kind of like, uh, no, uh, and then Jordan saved no. him. John Paul Jones was like, have you? But then Cam came in. That's right. I and forgot. Cam was just like, you need to answer this. Dude, Cam was frying my gourd <laughs> on this episode. He's like, you need to answer this question. Have you? It's like, dude, sit down. Let the handsome man have a few DMs. Okay. Like, let, let him have let, his fun. Let him have his fun. Um, yeah. Let him have so, his consensual fun with his fans. Let him enjoy. He, they probably made each other's day. I know, seriously. If I would have slid into Derek's DMs and he would have responded and wanted to hook up, I would have been like, tops for me. <laughs> tops for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Groupie status <laughs> achieved. <laughs> True Batch um, Station. 
And I would have been so proud watching him on this season too. I've been yes. like, I slept with that hunko man, that, that respectful sweetie. piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we talk about Jordan and Christian. This was also a waste of my damn time. It that was, was just stupid. Such a hot mess. Christian is so provocative with Jordan. He's like, just shake my hand. Just shake my hand. Oh, because you're a fucking bitch. That's why you won't shake my oh, hand. And then I he's like, just like, you oh, come oh. over. You come over here and apologize what to the me. Fuck? It was just like, dude, it was so intense. But then also Jordan being like, I acted in self defense, and then Mike, Mike. was so over I was it like, no you didn't because again unless the editing was top-notch which i guess it could have been jordan like this was like luke p saying he acted in self-defense exactly. i immediately had a throwback to that <laughs> it totally was it was like jordan love ya but in this circumstance you were in the wrong you're full of shit you're full of shit you were the one who was like literally were like clay should i do it and charged him Come on. I loved that scene, by the way. Sorry, I'm I'm friends with Clay. I've got to do this <laughs> for dismantle, him. Dismantle the pinata. I really just wish he would have dismantled it and then just like walked away with it oh, and yeah. then let Christian clobber him yes. and then just risen so, above. And then true self-defense or yeah. 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 Or just above. laid there like just limp and let him do what he did. And <laughs> the security guards would have removed True, him immediately. We could have seen more of Jordan. And then we could have been blessed with more uh, of Jordan. Yeah, please. So annoying. Um... I was dead. Demi was like, please act Wait, civilized. we didn't see Matt at all on this episode either. Oh, wait, Matt McDonald was a... <laughs> Matt Donald. Matt McDonald. I do it every time. I went to school with a Matt McDonald. That's really? why. That's yeah. unfortunate. And they're very similar, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, okay. So maybe this whole Luke S. thing. Matt Donald was... A, why didn't we get Matt Donald? Are you sure these people weren't just sitting in the wings? They might. They might have been. The whole Luke I did S not thing, see Matt. The whole Luke S thing was not because he wasn't there. Okay. I just then was like, oh, I've been getting all these yeah, DMs yeah, yeah, yeah. about this. And maybe yeah, that's somehow connected. But, but yeah, know. no Matt Donald, huh? Or who was the guy Angela was with? Chase. Where the, f- where the fuck are these people? Did, did we no. see Brie on stage? No. <laughs> what? How am I forgetting about literally everybody? Yeah. Wow. See, this is where all the Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise start just kind of blending know, together. And I you're know. like, wait, I don't remember who's Where's there. Where's Kerpa? Wait, she was never there to begin yeah. with. <laughs> wait a second. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of strange that they like had Sydney on, but they didn't have Matt on or Brie on. Right? Weird. I know. Okay. Shady, strange. Remind me of what happened next after Christian and Jordan. Well, I know you're going to want to talk about this because Tasha and Hannah have a discussion speaking of sydney bitch (laughs) she's saddling up (laughs) preach queen i don't know where to begin actually you start well taisha well chris initially definitely is the one who's kind of like i never saw it happening (laughs) between you two which i i don't think any of us really did i never saw Um, but taisha just was like yeah i just wanted a little bit of a heads up and i felt like she could have like I could have, she said, I felt like okay. I could have avoided the situation okay. if you yeah. just would have let me know. This is interesting because immediately we have a conflict I noticed later because Hannah said something to the effect of, you know, Blake just flew out to tell me about the Kalen thing, to have a conversation. Blake even contradicted this in his own testimony of the situation when he was in the hot seat. How did he contradict it? I mean, he didn't directly contradict it, but he said he went to spend time with Hannah. 
Like he said yeah. that in the hot seat. Like he I went say, to, he though, basically like, went, I went nothing, to hang out. He's like, but nothing happened. They both are strangely overemphasizing the fact that quote, nothing happened. However, yes. the stories seem like they don't really match up because Hannah said that he was just there to have a conversation, which I can't remember who piped up. Like, yeah. Who piped up, which I love. Sydney was just like, I if a guy it. flies to Birmingham, <laughs> he's going to do more than just talk. And I was like, girl, preach. <laughs> I loved it. Girl, preach. But like, yeah, they didn't. Blake said that he went to hang out with Hannah, not like tell her about the Kaylin situation. Yeah. So I was kind of like, Hannah, you seem like you might be covering something up. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure something happened. Of course. Remember when she told the story on Paradise where she was just like, and we kissed? Yeah. And that's it. And nothing else. They didn't include that even in this conversation. I know. Yeah, the whole thing's sketchy. Because it's like like he could have easily just called and told her about Kaylin. And then he's just like, we were spending time together. And it's just like, you mean special grown-up time? (laughs) (laughs) Special friend time? Special, like the special friend spe- time you had with Christina? Special adult touching that time? Kind of, that kind of friend time? Um, no, here's the thing. Tasha was not fucking attacking her. And I was like, Hannah, shut the fuck up. Just I, because, like, Tasha is going to be honest with you and take you aside and no one's ever said anything to you because they were scared to say anything to you because you were too pretty and popular. Yeah. Like, so you've never experienced any conflict in your life. And then now someone just being a straight shooter and being like, hey, I just want to, like, be honest about how I'm feeling. And you're going to say that you felt attacked. Calling Tasha a mean girl is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Ridiculous. Like, we saw that conversation and Tasha was extremely direct and she was communicative. And she said, hey, it, like, bothered me. That you didn't give me a heads up. I thought we were friends. Yeah. Like you could have really spared yeah, me. And like, was I like, don't uh, understand. Uh, uh, she's like, she's mean girling me. me. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm the victim. Bitch, stop. Yeah, no, that. And then at one point she said, I think that was a missing piece of the puzzle piece. <laughs> and then Hannah also goes on to say, a like, missing piece of the puzzle piece. Are oh, you hearing this phrase? No, I didn't hear that. A missing piece. She's like, yeah, I think that's the missing piece of the puzzle piece. I was like, oh, Lord. There were a lot of those this season. That's why I had. And I had, I never said them because I didn't want to be mean. <laughs> wow. You're, you really catch on though. Cause I don't, I, I'm like too busy. I, I don't catch that. I think we're thing. looking for at different things. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we are too. <laughs> Sharpshooting different things. But <laughs> totally. I noticed throughout this season that there were a lot of phrases that were, which by the way, I do it all the time. Oh yeah. But especially made, when you're like caught up in emotion. And of so, course. Yeah. But it just made me giggle because it was like such a serious moment. It was the missing piece of the puzzle piece. Well, <laughs> didn't Hannah also kind of turn it around and was like, what would your experience have been changed at all? If I was straight up with you. Right. And then and I, I was like, how are that's irrelevant. And also then she said like, did Kaylin tell you before? Yeah. And I'm like, hold on a second. We're not going to compare you and Kaylin because Blake came for you. Yeah. Kaylin was his ex and they had both talked about like not, not saying talking, anything yeah. like, but you and him were planning on starting something together and you were interested in him so that you can't compare that. No. Like Kaylin, also well, it's, Kaylin came in like over Blake. Yeah. But Tasha was pursued by Blake at first. I mean, and I think Kaylin should this. have said something to Tasha. I completely agree. She was going to maintain her I whole act. Yeah, but I completely agree. I mean, but she, it, it, but either the way, thing it's is, irrelevant. But the thing is, Kaylin did speak to Tasha. I believe I, I was ninety nine. 
I'm like 99% sure, though, that Kaylin spoke to Tasha about it. And that's then when she uh, ended up talking to Hannah afterwards. Either way, there was no way what Tasha did was wrong in any way. She was literally just expressing, like, I wish you had done this for me. Yeah, she was expressing her feelings. She was frustrated. Farthest thing from, like, Hannah did not, Hannah has never caught any heat in her life, which is what's totally obvious. So just. Sit the fuck down. Well, she was starting to when she was kind of jumping from boy to boy. And you and I had her back on that one going like, let her experience yeah. it. But it was short lived because then she committed to Dylan and now they're in chrysal- sure. chrysalis mode. Yes, chrysalis. <laughs> well, that's the thing. She was like, um, you don't know me. You don't know who I am. Just, yeah. I, I just I hated that whole interaction. Yeah, it was so painful. Taisha stand forever. Taisha stand forever. Mm-hmm. I will be obsessed with her until the day I TSF. pass. TSF. Um, Jordan also made the comment, which I thought was so great, is that he was, like, shocked how many castmates had talked before and how his year last year no one had spoken. And he's like, maybe next year you guys should just, like, not communicate on Instagram, which I'm like, please don't. It kind of ruins it a little bit for all of us. Well, but that was hilarious because then Cam jumped in and then stopped. That was so funny. It was one of my most favorite moments of the night. I Honestly, Anyaka came Anyeka snatched his wig and, so hard. And him and Anyeka, I don't know if you remember, are friends. Like, yeah. she was, they were going to do, like, friendship roses with each other. And she was like, sit down for a second, Cam. You're going to be like, so I wanted my paradise experience to be, like, this giant blind date. Like, I, I didn't know want to know anyone. And, like, that really, it ruins it when you, for everybody. Like, I really preserved it, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay, Cam, but you wanted to go to my B-Day dinner before paradise where all the cast <laughs> girls were there and you were fully willing to come like be honest if kaylin had said like let's meet up before oh my god i felt kind of bad for cam but i was loving it at the same time but it was just like he had that he had those moments in this episode Mm -hmm. where like it was like cam shut up cam stop we were all really kind of feeling sad for you and then you do this and it's like (laughs) stop being obnoxious yeah yeah um Okay, so, oh, well, oh, by the way, when he said that, when he was like, so I wanted my per- paradise experience, <laughs> they panned at Harrison, who was literally smirking. He was just, like, trying not to laugh. Like, oh, oh God, here we go. It was going to be God. the one to talk about it. Um, next, we discuss Dean and Connor and Kaylin. Um, yeah, which was, this was very brief. Pretty uneventful. I felt like they must have they cut must out have talked. 45 well, minutes. I also think that Kaylin and Connor must have talked after because Connor seemed very like kind of at peace with the situation. Yeah, he did like also though seem like uncomfortable and sad when she was bringing up. Like, I mean, that makes sense though. She's She was making like an innuendo about having sex with her new boyfriend basically. But like if he's happy with Whitney. Oh yeah, I forgot. I mean, that still stings. You're just kind of like, yeah. okay, you're going to like flaunt right in front of me the dude that you kind of like dumped my ass for. I you love, know. by the way, how they made Whitney sit in like the audience. She didn't get a seat. She didn't get a seat. You were only in paradise for four minutes. So <laughs> you, you don't do not count. get a seat if on the Matt stage. If Matt Donald doesn't get a seat and Bree doesn't get a seat and Luke doesn't get a seat, you definitely <laughs> don't get insane. a seat. insane. It was so rude. It's like they're dating now. Like they had a whole scene about it and they just made they her just sit on the sidelines. make space for her. Yeah. It's Why didn't they just make a cramped. fourth row? <laughs> we could help staging next time, <laughs> ABC. I know you don't like us, but we can, we're great with staging. Yes. Um, did you notice Dean's bolo tie that he mm-hmm. was wearing had the letter C on it? Wow, that's a touch. It is a touch. I did not notice that. I literally, Props. for a second, I was like, is Dean's last name start with a C? I'm like, no, it's you. It's you. 
had a C on his bolo tie. Dang, that's I commitment. It. That's commitment. I did. That's more than a phone plan, even. I that's feel like <laughs> that's wearing wearing on public or national TV. Well, okay. That, I'm gonna... You know what he was doing? He was proving that he knows how to spell her name. True. That was his proof. True. Now, this is actually going to preface what we're going to talk about in probably fairly shortly. But they are really cute together. And I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. They're great together, I think. I think think they're really good. Mm -hmm. And they look really genuinely happy with each other. And I'm really happy for them. I think they seem to really, really, really like each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they fit well together. And I'm I'm, I'm glad that they found each other. I just want to say that before we get into the Dean, Kalen, Blake shit. Yes. Yeah, definitely good to preface because I do feel like I I have opinions about that. I do. And I don't want that to get like that. I don't think that the Dean and Kaylin relationship is genuine because I really, really think that she wanted Dean the entire time. I mean, again, it's discussed that she was trying to slide into his DMs like before she was even on The Bachelor. Well, I think she explained it really well to Connor, too. She was just like, look, I maybe wasn't showing how... I was still so invested with Dean. And she said, too, that she was prepping herself that Dean was going to leave her because that's what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, so, so she had her guard up big time. All right. um, we find out that she slept in the van a few nights and that yes. she actually really enjoys it. And yes. she seems actually like she kind of might. Yes. So. Granted, they haven't spent like a week in the wilderness in the true. van. But, but like camping out in Venice is fun. Color me surprised. Um, so then we get to... Christine. Well, I mean, they're happy together. So it's like one of those things where you, when, no matter what you're doing with the person you love, you're going to enjoy it because you're in that mode. That's true. That does only last so long, though. <laughs> <laughs> Evil. It's true. Listen, yeah, no, I know. I used, for example, when Evan and I first started dating, I would always go to the movies with him. That's always what we do because he loves going to the movies. I secretly, the entire time, I don't like going and seeing movies in the movie theater. I feel, like it's a, I feel like it's a waste of money, a waste and, of time. money and time. Yes, yeah, I'd rather just sit on my couch and then like kind of go sometimes pee and be comfy and like go to sleep. I, it's just a waste of You can stop me. and have sex if you want to. Exactly, like all these different exactly. things. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah. Um, but I kept doing it for years. And then finally one day about a year after we got married, I was like, I hate going to the movies. And we have maybe gone to like three cents and he holds it over my head for forever. But... When I did it at first with him, I loved it because I was like, yeah. it's our time together. You but after to a certain amount him. of time, I was just like, well, I'm sure it's even with his shows. Like if he's doing shows all the time, it's like, I'm I sure when you guys going to Oh, those. you do. Let's see, that's cute. Front row every time, baby. We'll see. You were talking about it in terms of fantasies. And I remember with Jed because you're like, that shit gets old. Yeah, I mean more like the with Hannah and Jed, touring. it was more like the touring and also like him because I know that Jed's probably has a slot at 2 a.m. in a random stage on a random stage in Nashville that he's not home until like 6 a.m. every night and sleeping in like that gets old cheating on her all that kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) having a 2 a.m. show having a 4 a.m. meeting with some chick in the audience getting home at six rough yeah yes yes (laughs) so but yeah I mean that uh, things do get old it's not so much fun to just hang out no but she it might, might be really thing. love the van life, you yeah. know? Good for them. I loved their little van tour at the end. I, know, I, I did thought that, too. that was really cute. I thought cute. it was really funny, was too. A good touch. And I actually was like, Kaylin, Dean, if, if either of you are listening to this, which you probably aren't, or any of your friends or family members, please convince Kaylin and Dean to do 
they need to do van vlogging like oh, for trips because they could kill it on youtube yeah and they're funny together too that's what i'm saying they yeah. could like really kill it on the video platform when he was talking about putting the effort guys do not let this opportunity pass make that money um no, when he was talking about like, oh, there's no room, so you were gonna have to throw away all of your clothes yeah, and uh, all your shoes and like all your here's, makeup. Here's Sorry, what you can use to uh, to shower to dry off with. It was like a hand drag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't even say to shower. He's like, if you need to dry off, there's no shower. So in case you need to dry anything, it was funny. You're, basically, he was saying, here's the cum rag that's on the side of the. <laughs> oh bed. my god! <laughs> it's hard as a rock. <laughs> That's gross. Okay, what was our next thing? Um, Christina. Who looked like <sighs> the biggest snack I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. So sexy. Like, I know we say it every time. We're like, my God, <laughs> Christina. But I just wish that I could wear her skin for the rest of my life. Honestly, yeah. She makes literally everything look good. That pink number she was wearing was the hottest thing I've ever seen. She definitely seen. got it from, like, Friedrichs, but it looks <laughs> it amazing. looked like she could have a good time with someone later. No need to take off yes. a, a top layer. But, like, her tint. Her tan, her highlighter, her dress. Oh, my God. Dab. <laughs> she looked so good. <laughs> oh, she looked great. But anyway, so about Christina. I we love how she goes, I had a blast at Stagecoach. <laughs> She's like, it was great. By the way, the YouTuber has now officially made a statement. And he said that he did not know that Christina wanted anything other than friendship. He said that um, they were just going like casually as he thought they were going casually as friends. And he says he didn't hook up with anybody, including Kaylin. But people saw Kaylin him and him making out. I think maybe for him hooking up means sex. Sure, it so does maybe for me too. Sleep. So I'd be like, I didn't hook so up with anyone. Maybe he didn't sleep with. Sure, anybody. I finger banged and made out with this girl, <laughs> but like that's not sleeping with someone. So y'all are lying. Um, um, we were talking about it earlier. I mean, Jess and I both think that Christina is a little misunderstood. Yeah, unpopular opinion, apparently. Apparently. I, I don't know where all the Christina hates coming from. I know. I feel like now the weird Blake thing that happened initially where she was like coming in for like vengeance, like Black and then, but Widow. And gave him a rose. And then like, gave him a rose. That was weird. It was. And I don't like support that part. But I also feel like Christina is just like a very multidimensional layered person. Yes. I don't know what her sign is. She's a Scorpio. I was literally about to say she gives me Scorpio vibes. Yeah, totally. Yes. She's she's a complicated creature. Yeah. She's fiercely loyal. But then when she gets hurt, it really bothers her. And she's going to want to sting, but she's going to stay loyal, you know, to a certain degree. Like, I don't know. I just, again, it's hard for me now sometimes to disassociate from seeing social media yeah and like she does these q and a q and a's all the time and she's like she's strong and funny and seems really wonderful well and, and also if you guys haven't seen uh, the past season so yeah. seeing christina on nick's season and seeing christina on the past season of paradise when she got absolutely fucked over by dean and like watching both those seasons and seeing her be vulnerable and seeing her share her story and her life this experience is a girl taken like, from an orphanage yeah she's got has quite a past on her and i feel like i mean she's really well liked by a lot of the people in the community still you know what i mean yeah I, i'm not like i mean like the batch nation yeah. people um no yeah I th i think that i don't know i think she's a cool person 
Unpopular opinion. We like her. I I don't really think she did anything crazy on this season. Like, I mean... I feel like, obviously, like, there was the Kaylin and Caitlyn drama, but I felt like they were calling her a bitch, and she was always kind of like, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Like, get out of my face. And then whenever you'd see her with someone else from the cast, they were, like, laughing and enjoying their time with her, and... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not sure. Okay, so... Um, So she says... So Chris finally asks, like did you guys have a relationship before? And she said that they initially tried Basically, to be, yeah, she's like, they hooked well, up. She's like, they tried to be more than friends. Yeah. So it sounded more like it sounded like they were trying to be to try a relationship, yes. but it didn't work out. And then from there, they were they just hooking up friends, every once they in a would while. Hook up. Yeah. I, um, I still don't understand though. Like I'm still not understanding the scheme of like Blake trying to have a relationship, her breaking up with him. Like the whole, the whole scope is very confusing to me about still why she was hurt about the stagecoach weekend. I'm still confused on that. I personally. mean, I think that, I mean, she said, I don't know. She said that it was purely because like, she didn't care about the fact that he had sex with, with Kaylin. It was the fact that she felt betrayed, that he didn't tell her. And what my guess is, is the fact that other people knew and she feels like they have this close friendship and he just didn't tell her. Purposely leaving her out. Exactly. And then, like, I think that probably really got to her. I mean, obviously, then there's a level of probably, too, like, she's the guy she's sleeping with. She probably, like, has has a certain degree of, like you know protectiveness and, and like that kind of thing yeah they tried a relationship so obviously they enjoy each other yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um but i bet it was kind of just like a feeling of betrayal like she doesn't know kaylin like who is this chick and she's part of she's in on blake's secret and yeah. i'm his friend and yeah. i'm not and so she was pissed yeah i get that i get you know? that okay um by the way this entire time whenever like when christina was talking about blake and then um, at one point, Hannah was talking about Blake and like weaving the tail. They'd flash over to Blake, and I don't know if you noticed this. His eyes the were man so big. Was just he in looked full shell shock. He looked no, no, no. He was doing this the whole time. I know. Like, please, please just say the right thing. Please say the right thing. When the girls that he was like, he's like okay with. He were was talking, so he fucking anxious. Like a straight up, he reminded me like it was full junior asparagus eyes, like Veggie Tail. Oh my god. <laughs> when, they, when like like Larry the cucumber junior experience like pops in and does the huge eyes. I know exactly what you're. You know what yeah, I'm he saying? was fully doing that. I mean, the man yeah. is quaking in I his know, boots. I know, I know. I feel, I feel for him. I feel for him. You know, I do. I just could not not picture Junior Asparagus the whole time, uh-huh. and I was just dying laughing. <laughs> I was just like waiting for him to like bust out and to like. I thank God for this day, for the sun and the sky, for my mom and my dad and my piece of apple pie. Timely reference. Yes, <laughs> tales very culturally relevant. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so. She, Christina said she didn't think that he was seeing anyone at Stagecoach. And then she found out um, a month later he had been with Kaylin. He, at one point, she was like, three days, Blake. You told me three days. I guess that was later on when he was up front. But she seems... Oh, she's good with Blake. You yeah. can tell they're they're friends now. Yeah. You saw them sti- side stage when he was crying. Yeah, and they seem like they're like, okay now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which then, I like that she's still gonna like call them out, even though they're still friends. Yeah, she's, she's gonna like, gonna be you like, can't. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um. So then Chris asks if prior to stagecoach, Kaylin and uh, Blake had been dating. And here's where things get dicey. Yes. So Kaylin says yes. 
they'd been talking a few months, which is the term that we keep hearing. Yeah, this is... And I'm pretty sure that means they're dating. No, 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 no. Talking is like pre-dating. Yes, but... No, they're not... Like, I get that... Talking is like not not boyfriend-girlfriend. They're not exclusive. But like they've been probably they've been going out on dates. Yeah, there's like dating and there's like dating. Like yeah. there's dating where you're like, I've been dating a guy and I've been dating this other guy yeah. and I've been it's, dating this other guy. Like you're just dating. And then there's like we're dating. Yes. If you say we're dating, that's yeah. like boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. And they were dating. They were dating. Yeah. Um so Kaylin knew that uh Christina and Blake had had something but she thought that they didn't know that they were still hooking up. Okay. Um and she said she didn't know that Christina and Blake were hooking up until a week uh or two before filming. Uh-huh. Um so then Blake gets brought into the hot seat. The poor guy looks like he's about to shit his oh actual pants. Oh my god. Okay, wait. I have to pee so bad. Yes, do it. <laughs> All right, White Claw pee over. Okay. Um, so Blake in the hot seat. Um, he Blake right away says that he knew that going into paradise was going to be tough, um, but <laughs> said that he, he didn't think it was this secret. Like he was saying, he's like, I, I wasn't walking around like wanting people to think I was putting notches in my belt. I didn't want to talk about other people's sex like, lives. I was just trying to get my dick wet. <laughs> okay, can we just? I'm, no, here's my thing with Blake now, though. <laughs> After seeing that insane moment where all of a sudden he realized that Christina was the love of his life and he's clearly, like, okay now, you know what I mean? I feel like, okay, the the Bachelor delusions are strong. I really can't fault him about that whole thing. Because I, I believe the producers are like, Christina. I just said, Christina. <laughs> and then yeah. he's like, Christina. Yeah, I mean, so you got to give him that one. Yes, but it, it also, the more that I see of him, the more I think that maybe he is this, like, very, like, falls in love with everyone, yeah. like, major romance Kind boy. of ADHD about, like... Yeah. Well, just kind of in general, honestly. He's yeah, kind he's of, like... anxious. He's a little Has bit a hard like, time kind of, like, focusing. Yeah, he's kind of fidgety. Like, I think that... I don't know. I Part of me could see that he isn't almost having this notch in his belt type thing. It's kind of like, oh, I'm really enjoying my time with her. And, like... <laughs> Oh, her eyes are sparkling tonight. No, and then seriously. all of a sudden he finds himself in bed. Yeah, and then the next day he's like, oh, this girl's eyes are sparkling yeah, so bright. Then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I, I really think that's true. Like, I don't picture him being the type of guy like, who hey, goes and hangs out mama. with Jason and is like, dude, you don't know how many chicks I banged this past no. week. I imagine him being like, you know, I never noticed that Kaylin's eyes were so green. No, it'd be like this. Like, <laughs> and then I had this moment on the Ferris wheel with Christina, and, like, I don't know. It was just, like, in that moment, it was like our souls were kind of, like, touching. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, like, we were touching, you know? But then the next day, like... I caught this twinkle in Kaylin's eye and like, I just felt like I couldn't deny that we had something special too. And it just seems like he's that type of guy. A hundred percent. I really agree. You know? So when he says, I really don't think he has any, like, mo- I think he's very in the moment, but not in the moment. Cause he's anxious at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't get the whole like, yeah, 
all no. these chicks type thing. He's just not that kind. Of, I mean, we see him the way he's comforting literally everyone sobbing in paradise. All, like, yeah. I don't think the man is like, like sort of like mach, macho kind of no, like. No, I don't think so. I mean, he's just off stage crying. Like, <laughs> he's just, he's just seems like. He's just got some shit to work through. Okay, but let's talk about. Yes, let's. Oh gosh. Okay. So, um, <laughs> oh, I shudder. So he is no match for some. He is. Yeah. He should. So never he. Got he I mean, he ends Kaylin. up. Yeah. We. He has the brief discussion about Christina, about Hannah G. Demi says that she was at stagecoach <laughs> and he didn't even DM her and she's personally offended, <laughs> which I would have felt the same way. Yes. Yes. Um, but the real meat and potatoes here, though, is the meat is and the potatoes is that. He says him and Kaylin weren't in an exclusive relationship. She's frowning. That they talked <clears throat> from January to March. Yes. So we have proof. If you recall, Colton's season start started January 6th, I yeah. believe. And the Women Tell All was in March. Um, obviously. I roll. Yes. If you're not watching. So we have the proof is in the pudding. That when Kaylin went on the Women Tell All and was bawling and talking about how much she misses Colton and she's still not necessarily over it and all this, she was dating Blake. For like two and months. And that's, yeah. we have now fact, that is why Colton was so, looked so <laughs> weirded out. We've cracked the case. Because Colton introduced them as we discussed before. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, and then I believe, believe Stagecoach is in April. Yeah. Yes. So it's been, a, which this makes sense. The timeline that we had heard before. So they, they stopped talking. He stopped talking to her. Mm-hmm. She says he was ghosting her, but then they were good. And so then Kaylin says that she, her biggest issue is that she was mad that she was being ignored by Blake because Blake said that Kaylin was saying uh, before they went on Paradise, it's not a big deal if we don't make it a big deal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, which... I understand what she's saying where if they had been casually dating for a few months, hooked up in stagecoach, and then were clearly on the phone and texting back and forth and saying, and if she said, it's not a big deal if we don't make it a big deal, that she would be irritated that when he showed up to paradise, he fully ignored her. I'd be fucking pissed too. I'd be like, dude, we're friends and we're talking about like not making this a big deal. And now you're literally ignoring me, me, but you're talking to everybody else. But this also makes sense with with Blake's personality, not to like over defend him, but I also see him be the kind of guy where he's like, okay, not going to make it a big deal. Don't want to give anything away. So like, Hey Gan, okay. Uh, pretend like she's not there. Like, (laughs) uh, I slept with this woman. Like, uh, we've been talking, but I don't know who she is. Like, you know, that's like so him. Oh, absolutely. Um, and she says we have, Kaylin's saying that she does not think she's a bad, Blake is a bad guy. In fact, she knows Blake isn't a bad guy. She mm-hmm. says that. So mm-hmm. we have her saying that mm-hmm. and she takes owner, ownership for what she did wrong. Here is the biggest thing, mm. in my opinion, mm-hmm. with Kaylin's argument. Mm-hmm. She says Blake isn't a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. I was angry. I take full ownership. You on national television did say that he sweet-talked you yeah. and that he then silenced you, you. Yeah. and manipulated he you. Blake silences women. That is so dangerous to say about someone if that's not the case and if the reason that you were so mad is that he ignored you. And again, valid reason, 
but you can't say that stuff. You you and I are on the same page because I, I wish I should have gone back and watched this episode again because my biggest issue was Kaylin saying, yeah, I take ownership. What we never saw in any of this rea- interaction is Kaylin saying, like, yeah, I lied. And not just, like, a little here and there. Like, no, Kaylin, like fundamentally lied about what Blake did and about who he was as a person for like a whole episode. Yes. And, um, and I'm definitely on the page where it's like, I 100% get where Kalen's coming from. Like, I think that the way Blake went about it, he did not have to release his text. I mean, we've talked, we talked about on past episodes, fully agree that he needs to apologize. Team team Kalen episode. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, yeah, we did. He needed to apologize and he should have done that right away instead of, you know, justifying how he felt like he needed to defend himself. You know, yada, yada, yada. He went on too far about that. My biggest issue was, yeah, Kalen was very kind of strategic about dodging. Actually, she never, she, to me, that was kind of ironic because when they got off stage, she was saying to, to, to Dean, essentially, like he never took responsibility. I was like, Kaylin, you never took responsibility for like attacking and attempting yeah. to destroy his character, which she did pretty successfully. Yes. Even though like none of what she was saying was true. That was the thing. And that's why like, and in our team Blake, team Kaylin episode, I was very much like anti him releasing the text. Yeah. Specifically the ones that were, sexually based sexually explicit yeah yeah so private so personal and violating but when he was then having this conversation and people were like applauding when like Anyeka was coming for him I I know when she was saying like what is wrong with you and I was like really Anyeka I was just kind of like I feel like there is that piece missing of like no one's literally having that moment going oh yeah what Kaylin claimed about Blake was would be so damaging. Yeah. And then, of course, he felt like he needed to defend himself, and I think he defended himself in a poor manner. But then when he said, "If I what, what could I have done? If I would have come up here and claimed that she sweet-talked me like into fool. sex, you guys would have laughed me off the stage. Now, I think that he probably, that is just what he should have done. Like, I think yeah. he just needed to just... Take be the, the risk. bigger person like i forget who said that i don't remember either but my but, but my issue i had with all of this is like we seem to be holding blake to like this extremely high expectation which i don't think that he's not undeserving of but i just felt like Kaylin got Kaylin got no did not get held accountable at all for the shit that she spewed about him that was you know, entirely fabricated you know it is 100 percent like it is 100% the tale of Bachelor in Paradise. If you end up in a relationship, all sins are forgiven. Blake didn't end up in a relationship. Yeah. Kaylin did. But she's just smarter about going about it than he mm-hmm. is anyway, even yeah. if she didn't end up with Dean. And, yeah, it was just frustrating because and, – and she said, you know, in, the, in, the, in that thing, like, I know you're a good person – she said so many times, like on the episode about Blake, like Blake is a bad guy. Yes. Blake over silences women. Yes. Blake has called me a dirty secret. Blake was telling me to lie, lie, lie. It's all coming back to me now. now and I'm like, that's all just bullshit. Oh, now the weird, the really, really weird part to me. Yeah. Now where I'm like, my brain was just yeah. like, it's like the meme of like the brain just like, ah, um, is when Blake says that he knew she'd get attacked uh, for embellishing yes, the truth. Yes, yes, yes. But he didn't think she'd get attacked for the sex. Yeah. And then Kaylin goes, I told you this was going to happen. We talked on the phone right before you posted this, and you knew this was going to happen. So I'm like, okay, so her and Blake 
are on the phone while Paradise is airing. So they're like, okay. They're talking through, and I would just, oh, I would kill to be a, like a fly on the wall during that conversation. Like, what? Like, what's going on? And then that makes sense, too, when Dean had gone on podcasts and say and said, like, I told him, don't do it. It's not yeah. a good call. And then and then Dean brought that up and he was like and then Dean said, you texted me before and you said you knew she was going to get a lot of heat. Um, but then two hours later, you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know it was going to be that but much. That, but but that, I understand that because. Yeah. Like D, like like Blake said, he thought that she was gonna catch. She heat was gonna for, get like, heat lying. lying, and I felt like he probably was like, "Well, yeah, she deserves it <laughs> because she did lie, right?" It's like, yeah, of course she's gonna catch heat for fabricating but all Blake, this shit. Being Junior Asparagus <laughs> did not realize that like people were gonna come for her about the sex, which piece. I also kind of yeah. I'm I'm wondering if Blake if Kaylin really did say people are gonna come for me about this. I feel like she, I don't know. But I feel like Blake genuinely wouldn't foresee that happening because he's just kind of like that. Now, doesn't excuse I it, but I just don't think that he really would think that people would then attack her for like well, her okay. sexual assault stuff. But but I so I had read um, on this thread uh, from someone who was at the um, tell all or whatever the, the, paradise the yeah. after after paradise. And mentioned something about the fact that Blake somehow brought up her sexual assault. And that's then when she started really crying. Uh. And so I wonder if maybe the conversation that she had on the phone with him is maybe she was aware of the sex piece going like, yeah, I'm, you know, because I've seen a lot of people write some really intense, pretty vicious things regarding the fact that she's this pageant person who uh is a face um trying to represent everything against sexual assault and they're like and here she is doing this and doing that and like coming for her in that way so yeah. she was i feel like maybe she was hyper aware yeah about the sex part because of you know everything that she's talked about yeah. on tv i don't I well mean, it I don't just know. depends on blake might not have even told her what text he was going to release that's very true. It's so weird, though, that they would be having a phone conversation. That's what I'm saying. Like, Doesn't what's, their, sense. what's their relationship? What's the conversation? He's like, I'm going to tell people you're lying. Well, and she's like, no, don't. <laughs> yeah, or maybe like, maybe he's, a, like, a nice guy. Like, what she says. She kept like, saying he's so a good you guy. Know, maybe gonna... he was like, well, because he said he didn't know that she was saying all these things behind his back or to the producers. And he's watching the show probably like, holy shit probably calls her and is like what the hell like i'm getting demolished yeah and then is like and then she was like okay i know but i was just mad about whatever and then <laughs> is like okay well i feel like i should put i feel like maybe i should clear things up with some of our conversations and she's like no don't yeah <laughs> i mean yeah i mean it's easy for her to say like i know she said this all could have blown over next week but it's easy for her to say when she's coming out on the other end totally clean yeah when she like demolished this dude i know i know for shit he didn't even really do so it's kind of easy for her to say, like, he should have just not done anything and have just been, yeah. like, a sitting duck. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I I do get why she's saying, like, you shouldn't have released a text, but I'm also like, um, what yeah. the fuck would you have done, Kaylin, if someone was making up lies when you had direct proof that they didn't do it? Yeah, I know. So, so anyway, tough. it's a mess. Well, I am glad at least that she said that he's a good guy. They seem to be so, on, like, yeah. Yeah, they seem like they're okay. Maybe not after this. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but they uh, they then are talking about like, 
apologies and Kaylin apologizes and then Mike is like <laughs> because Blake's just like rambling. Mike just stops and was like, She apologized for overreacting, so I think maybe you should just apologize. And then as to well. the point where everyone in the literally the whole panel of Everybody, people is like, Derek, just apologize. Dude, just say it. Just, just apologize. You gotta be positive. People in the audience are screaming. They're like, just apologize. And Blake's just like I apologize that you feel that way. <laughs> Savage. The worst apology ever. The worst. But then he does, and then he apologizes yeah. that she got attacked. And then he apologizes to everyone if in some way his actions soured their time on the show. Sure. So. It's like, I think you actually got the shit end of every single stick. Yes. <laughs> and then they're off in the corner and Christina is literally consoling him like an Olympic coach. She's like hitting <laughs> his shoulders and she's like, it's okay. I've seen worse. We got to get back. Got to get back. He's crying. She's like, get back in the game. Get back in the game. I mean, that's the thing that kind of sucks and why I sort of felt bad for Blake about even just being put in the hot seat and everyone just kind of coming at him. Because I was like, hasn't this dude like got his just desserts like it's can't like just, we just let it go at this point like die. this poor like, guy has really got put through the ringer i know part the past i was just six kind weeks. of like oh my god what if they announce that he's the bachelor <laughs> <laughs> he's like what i who me really and of course they like, would all psych. and you know they would of course it would start at stagecoach and they'd think it was like so clever they'd be like we're gonna have it all stagecoach themed and we're gonna start it here i love that <laughs> but i really like that so <laughs> hmm. <coughs> well anywho next we uh yeah how much have we covered <laughs> we still got a little bit to go um but this is just the the jade i do i do want to talk about oh this my for God. one second because tanner jade crystal uh chris <laughs> evan and carly come out and i have to say chris has shaved and i didn't know who he was i was like is this ben stiller's weird cousin i who is this i've never seen someone look so different it, it sh- was scary to me. It was it really shook me to the core. And genuinely, you could tell he was out of body, too. I know. He was kind of had was his head was tilted a little bit. He didn't really answer. And normally he'll chat. He you could tell he was like feeling very naked <laughs> without his beard. The fact that Chris said to them after the whole Jaden Tanner and Evan and Carly, he's like, oh, you guys are still here. Like, I'm surprised you guys are still sitting here. As Chris. Also, the fact that Chris didn't mention his clean shaven face. I know. The elephant in the room. Yeah. <laughs> something because literally no one's looking at the kids everyone's just like how cute was emmy though jade and tanner's little one right she's so pretty well and then tan and then jade talking about the fact that that goddess gave birth emergency in a closet the craziest thing to me was not that she gave birth in the closet but from start to finish her labor was like 50 minutes Crazy. Girl, I listened to her podcast on it. She literally water broke while watching the show. She like went upstairs to try to like relax in the tub for a little bit, like just before heading off to the hospital. And then she said the contractions in the tub were coming on so strong. She had to get out. Next thing she knew she was gripping, like she was literally on all fours in the closet, gripping the freaking um, bench and Tanner's like, wait, are you kidding me? Like, is this actually happening right now? And she, homegirl was in her own world. He called the paramedics. She was about to push the baby out right then. And then she went into this other space where she just had to, like, hold the baby in. And the paramedics got there. And then she delivered the baby. I mean, like, 
I can you imagine how fast her next baby's gonna come if they have a third? No. She's gonna have to just stay in the hospital for like a month Dude. beforehand. Which, by the way, first time moms don't get scared because your first baby is most likely not going to come in forty five minutes. No, it'll be more like forty eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> that that was my experience. Yeah. So, um, but I when they showed the video of Jade bawling holding the baby with the paramedics, I've already there, watched it like a million times I'm on like, her Instagram. Oh my god, it's on her Instagram. I'm gonna go watch it twelve more times. Yeah, um, I know. She's a badass. I, I like. I really like Jade. The fact that Jade talked about crowning on live I TV. I was like, girl, yes. You preach about the crowning. You talk about that on ABC. I was so... I just loved that she was just like talking about it and not like, oh, okay, like yeah, the baby was like yeah, and I also coming out of my vagina. I also love that she said babies are born at home all the time because Jade's also very much like a natural birth advocate yeah. and like she was going to give birth at a, actually both times with both Emmy and Brooke, she was going to give birth at a birth center, but Emmy came five week came five weeks early, so she had to go to the hospital. Wow, her baby's just and then like, Brooke when they're out, they're out. Home, they're like, I, so I, I'm leaving this Screw joint. her birth yeah. plan. Yeah. Anyway, wow. it, it was cool, though. Um, well, then we had a uh, gender reveal for Carly and Evan's baby <laughs> where Wells popped <laughs> fuck? out of a cake. What? How cute, though, because both Jade and I know, girl Carly's and boy. babies are I know. Have a grown boy. It's really I know. cute. It's so cute. Also, I was like, Wells is the baby boy I've always wanted. Ew, creepy. <laughs> but also hot. But also, I love it. But Wells in a onesie didn't hate it. You know what I mean? I feel like if Wells wasn't with Sarah Hyland and if I wasn't with Grayson, like we might have ended up together at some point. Maybe that's me thinking highly of myself. If I will, I will do what you need me to do to Sarah Hyland, and I will do what you need me to do to Gray <laughs> to make this happen right now. <laughs> no, wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. Could never work. He has a bloodhound, so I would be happy about that because I would babysit the bloodhound all the time. Oh, I don't like that name, bloodhound. Weird. The dog. Grayson wants to get. I know I just don't like the name of the dog, but they're so cute. They're so cute. Grayson wants to get a Rottweiler. Ooh, I love a big boy. Sexy. <laughs> I love to okay. see my man with a Rottweiler. <laughs> love that. So on to um, my favorite portion of one of my favorite oh. portions of the evening. Uh, Tasha and JPJ. Geisha. Jaisha. I'm obsessed. Okay. Let's talk about when they get to their home or oh when she God. shows up at his house. First of all, I'm like, John, is this the house you own or is this the Payless? Yes. Yeah, so we family? got many, many messages because we were like, JPJ has to be rich, right? He has money. We can well, smell it on him. Apparently his dad is the CEO or was the CEO of Payless and like on the board of directors of JCPenney. So like JPJ. Both of which went out of business. Am I right? No, he has the curse of death perhaps, but Probably made that coin. Yeah, while he probably like it. tapped out, and uh, it's he's worth a lot of money, is what we're saying. And JPJ is a financial analyst, so he knows how to handle the money. Ding ding ding. So Tasha is in good, wealthy hands. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, also, something to think about when she was sitting with Chris, and she was saying that their whirlwind romance took her by surprise, and she doesn't throw around engagement, the talk about engagement or marriage lightly. I always forget she was divorced. Yep. So, like, this is very real yep. to this woman. Um, she yep. married her first love. Oh, trust they me, we were, were talking about it with Gray's mom because we were watching it together. And I was like, no, Linda, like, she is just scared because she's been hurt before, okay? So it makes sense that she would be apprehensive about getting engaged after three of weeks. Of course. She's a, she's a smart, serious lady. I loved, though, when she gets to John's house and they're sitting down and he's basically talking and all of a sudden she's like... 
I haven't been able to stop thinking of you. I thought of you every single day after, since Paradise. She just a, spits it out out of nowhere, she kind of. She pulled a Kendall. She showed up I know. at his front door. And when Chris was like, that's a bold move. And she was like, I'm a, I'm bold, a bold girl. girl. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. His... By the way, his outside of his town, it's St. Michael's, the town that fooled the British. I don't, that was I, the big sign. I just, was so fixated on that. I just couldn't stop thinking Me about neither. it for like the next well, hour. The How? I don't know. Broads. How do they look fool into the this, British? Look into this township. <laughs> Please give us a history I'm so lesson. interested. Um, um, his face, when she said that, he was like, he like bit his lips and it was just like, he he was literally like in the middle of drinking tea and he was just like, oh, my gosh, what's happening right now? <laughs> he literally like yelled it. What's happening right now? Oh, my God. And then she said that she wants to explore things. And then he asks her to be his girlfriend. And she says yes. And they are literally screaming and yelling in each other's faces like John JPJ. What do you think their sex is like? Oh, a wild. But like, but like, in what? The best, do you know that you know that the best sex ever is when you're rolling around and laughing. laughing. That's the best sex ever. Is when you're both like just joyful so and fun, laughing playful. and having a great time. You know they have the best sex ever. <laughs> and my girl Tasha deserves every second of it. Now all I can think about is the fact one of is him uh, uh, meeting her dad. I, that's all I. I never am not thinking about. He's like Mister Atasha uh, is how I imagine him doing it. <laughs> uh, Mister Atasha, I uh, just want you to know that I uh, would Remember never. I would never microwave a relationship. I'm more of a stovetop guy myself. <laughs> I'm more of a slow simmer. More of a crock pot fellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, her dad was legendary. So Obsessed. they're just amazing. Like they're just yeah. so cute. When he faked us out with a proposal, JPJ, I was you got me living. And you he got, got me. her. She was like, "Don't, don't, don't you do you this, dare. JPJ? Uh, you know I'm not ready and for so this." He just, it was so the Shakespeare no. he quoted. Are you kidding me? I know. I know. Oh, I know. My heart. I broke into a literal million pieces. I and was beaming. All with joy, I, like my firstborn child had just gotten engaged. Jaysha is our is our my, yeah, it's our, our child, our child together. Yeah, right? it's I true. Truly our love child. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We we had the birthing pains with the Derek and his you know denial. John to Paul Jones is my child. Tasha, you birthed her, and then they are now in love. So we yes, we are we see our children in love and it makes us happy. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, for real though, <laughs> Jaysha, we just wish you the best. Yeah, we, we stand so hard. We hope that you have a forever beautiful marriage and honestly, if we don't get invited to the wedding, I will fucking I will I'm trying to think what I will do. Uh yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. It's going to be it's going to be aggressive. I will I'll burn my house to the ground. <laughs> And sue you for the cost. I will burn the, the bachelor mansion to the ground if I am not invited to your wedding. You heard it I, here first. St. Michael's, the town that fooled the British. St. <laughs> Michael's will burn, I swear to God, if I don't get a wedding invite. Okay. All right. Well, before we get into the top official couples... 
So I've discussed openly aspects of my mental health, having issues with anxiety. Well, this also leads to a lot of sleeplessness for me, a lot of neck and back pain from putting strain on them through my stress. Well, I can say hand to heart using CBD has been life changing for me. And my favorite company to get my CBD from is Feels. I love CBD and I love Feels. It's premium CBD shipped right to your door through their hassle-free membership program. And it's guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. It's that simple. Just place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high no hangover, no addiction. Actually, CBD works better the more you use it. Fun fact. Really? Yes. The CBD, your body does actually the opposite of building a tolerance. Your body, yeah, utilizes CBD better if you wow. take it every day. Oh, well, thank yeah. goodness, because that's what I've been doing. Non-addictive. Uh, yeah, no psychoactive experiences. Amazing. Amazing. I use it for everything from headaches to period cramps to sleep. I, I love CBD. Um, also, I know a lot of people can get hesitant with CBD because it's kind of the unknown to them. Well, if you are new to CBD and have questions, Feels offers a free CBD hotline and text message support to help guide you through your nice. personal experience, which I think is so cool. Um, you can order your Feels CBD in three different strengths, 600, 1200, and 24 milligrams, 2400 milligrams, excuse me. Uh, the third I love for sleeping, by the way. Um, or if you aren't sure which would suit you the best, you can get the Feels Flight that has a single vial of all three strength options. Amazing. Um, also peep their Instagram at Feels CBD because... The aesthetic, oh, I love. Yeah, this is feels with an with an A. Yes, not F like F E E L. F E A L. Yes, feels has us feeling our best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com/chatty, and you'll get fifty percent off your first order with free shipping. Remember, this is spelled F E A L S dot com slash chatty. Go there and become a member, and you'll get fifty percent off automatically your first order with free shipping feels.com slash chatty. All right. Okay. I could have used some CBD watching this Chris and Katie exchange oh. because my goodness, it was stressful. It was so, so hard it to was watch. So embarrassing. To I me. like, well, it was embarrassing to me. She came out looking fire and I was like, maybe this is going to work. <laughs> she looks well, so the fact good. that she came out alone, I was like, you know, girl, I am not feeling hopeful. Yeah. Well, there was something about her demeanor. And we can talk also about the fact that she just chose to not wear her engagement ring. Yeah, but then she ring. says we're still engaged. And then yes. Chris said, do you want your engagement ring back? So I'm like, wait, she gave her ring back to production, then, but is saying they're still and engaged? Chris, and was she planning on breaking up with him on stage? Like, Well, I don't know, because her Chris, yeah. like when Harrison There are asked, so many Chris's on this I know, goddamn show. I know. When Harrison asked, like, did you know about this? Like, or are you surprised that she doesn't have her ring on? And Chris is like, uh, yeah. And then afterwards when they're, they go outside, he's like, I feel blind. He's like, I feel yeah. blindsided. Well, because Some the heads fact up that she literally nice. just like, Dude. uh, it was like, no, not that's a good not vibe, cool. man. That no. is not cool. No, it's like, this is something, what I felt like I was watching was something that 100% should have been a conversation off stage, off camera. Her, all of a sudden, the fact that she sat down and she didn't even say like, Oh, you know, 
it's been a little tough lately. Like he, he lives, yeah. we live like a few yeah. States away. It's hard. And I don't know where I'm at. She literally like spent launches we saw into a 15 dist- yeah. minutes about how her tank is empty and he doesn't put an effort. And when she was watching on television, she was, it was like, dude, this is stuff that you probably like shouldn't be airing in front of everyone. If you no. want to keep your relationship afloat, well, because he's f- going to be really pissed. That's the thing. You know how the bachelor works. It's like someone screws someone over. So they get up in the hot seat and they're like, they hurt me. It wasn't like that. It Mm-mm. was like, she was airing out her relationship, dirty laundry that she hadn't, that Chris hadn't agreed to. Right. And he she basically put him in a therapy session that he had no idea that was coming on national TV. And the thing is, too, like there's one thing when you're having these discussions, when you both go on a show, have never met each other and are talking to producers about this. But once you leave the show engaged, are alone in your relationship for however many months after. And then you're going to like it'd be, you know, it'd be like if you were to go on stage on a reunion and start airing urine gray's dirty laundry it's like it's just i just didn't find it to be okay no that would be i think a pretty fair cause to break up with someone yes. actually yeah i would be like what the fuck and i totally understood where chris was coming from i, I didn't think it was cool again it's been it's such an interesting she's such an interesting one to me because like when i see her online and then in Colton season and then her dynamic whenever you see her with her friends and how like the friends she has like I think she's like this bright light of a person and he just like they just bring out the worst and I and I just felt like it was just not the thing that I keep hearing from both of them is like this sucks but and I'm like stop with the butt stop with the butt and she kept saying like you know i know relationships are hard i'm like no you two have been miserable since the day you got together yes yes this is not circumstance this is not like you're going through a rough patch no your whole relationship has been crap yes for months since you got together like isn't this a sign like i know the, you the, think right I, it just was frustrating me because i was just like girl if you feel this way why didn't you just dump his ass before even this reunion and then just get up here and be like it was just i know I so know. cringe and then they put him in a position where he's like yeah no i want to make it work like i do want to stay engaged and she was like so upset before he came out and then he came out and they kind of worked it out. And then Chris was like, do you want your ring back? And then they brought it out and then they kind of kissed. And then they walked outside and they just continued to yeah. argue. Yeah. Like he clearly was had a more of a face on in front of the audience yes. and then walked outside and was just like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. It, it was so unbelievably uncomfortable unbelievably uncomfortable <laughs> it really was it was not drama that i enjoyed I we was continue like, this off my screen i know and it was lengthy too we continue to say please please <laughs> do not stay together you guys are both good you are good people who are not meant to be together we're begging you <laughs> please for the sake of yourselves don't do yeah for your own happiness like like she was saying she's like the the person you see on this show is not me. Like I'm normally so light and airy, and yeah, I'm like, been, this is a sign, she's like, girl. And she's like, and I've been like in darkness, and I'm like, that's because this is just not not the right person, <sighs> and it's too early for you guys to be in this much darkness already. Yes, this should be the honeymoon phase. Yes, I agree, much agree. And speaking of honeymoon phase, then we talked to Hannah and Dylan. 
who are still in the honeymoon phase. They're continuing their, their pollination chrysalis process. She's moving to. She is moving. She's moving to LA. Our chakras are fully aligned, <laughs> and we are ascending. Now, I will say, sweet, sweet Dylan, she's not, she was going to move to L.A. anyways, so. (laughs) She is an influencer. She has to continue her career, sweetie. Yes, so that was going to happen anyways, but I'm glad that you're close. I know he's a San Diego baby, and she's an L.A. baby, and I wonder if he'll become an L.A. baby, too. Um, Blue dream, baby. Even though I say, Hannah, move to SD. Dreamy. Yeah, that's so good for her, too. I know. She's such a dreamy, like. They meet up in the middle in Orange County. Wait, isn't that where he's from? No, he's from San Diego. Oh. Tasha's from Orange County. County. Um, okay, so then we, before we hear about Demi and Christian, I just have to make a comment. We do find out about the batch. We are reminded of the Bachelor live on stage, which is hosted by none other than Ben Higgins. Well, there has not a season passed that we haven't seen this man <laughs> at like, least once. Like, I, it started out as a joke, and he has fulfilled literally every season with his presence like genuinely i thought we were going to actually not see him on this bachelor in paradise i was like we're we have not seen ben higgins he hasn't popped out of a planter or from behind like one of the yurts or anything like he's not there and then of course he's in the audience and i have to say aren't you sick of it ben aren't you over it he loves it well maybe chad's right and he has financial problems I'm going to think that that's a no. And he's hosting Bachelor Live on stage, which is literally an IRL cattle call dating show where people are going to nominate a single man from insane. the city. This is insane. And people I are going, going to show to up. every single one across the nation. No, Becca, look at me right now. We're going to the L.A. one. Is there going to be an L.A. one? Isn't yes. that just The Bachelor? Yeah, isn't that just <laughs> The Bachelor? Um, we're going to the L.A. one. Okay, fine. So if any broads want to meet up there and we can and we can rush ABC <laughs> and demand guests. Yes, By the way, can we talk about the fact that you are maybe taking one of the kittens or both. no? You're taking both? Okay. I can't separate them. They're sisters. Broads. Becca is taking Cassie's kittens. I'm sure you've all seen those precious black kittens. Becca is taking them. Now, the plan is... <laughs> we would, we'll, we're going to come in. <laughs> we will... First of all... We'll storm the gates of the apartment. <laughs> they, they're going to think Becca's showing up very casually. The door is going to open. Cats. Becca and I will be... Standing there in trench coats, Avi. <laughs> Evan's holding a camera. Grayson pushes a boom mic in, and we say, Give us a goddamn interview, or we take the kittens and we sell them on the black market. Oh, God. We would never. We would never. <laughs> guys, guys, please don't DM them. I'm going to take such good care of these kittens. I love cats. We're, <laughs> I plan on being a stepmother to the kittens. But like a good stepmom. No, like a mean one. But anyways, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make sure that they stay slender because no one wants an overweight cat on Instagram. These are bachelor kittens. They can't be above a a certain size. So they have to stay. Make sure they have weekly nail appointments. Of course. They're going to be great. It's Anyways, be great. so you guys are about to get so great. So I've lost great all co- chance of getting these fucking cats from Cassie. Thank you. <laughs> 
Lordy, lordy. Anywho, back to the show. Um, and then we have our final beautiful moment with Demi and Christian. It was amazing. I mean, we kind of already covered it. I had love tears that in my Chris eyes. refers to her as the queer queen. We all need it. I'm like, Chris, just enough. <laughs> Chris, fire yourself. Resign. <laughs> I still love him so much. It's just it's out of control right now. Um <laughs> They walked out hand in hand. Um, again, the style, I'm just, they're, they're, they're killing it. She's in the how to lose a guy in 10 days dress and Christian and is like in my dream outfit. Um, this black blazer. Oh my God. I know she was looking so fire. So fire. Her makeup um, is looking so cute too. Demi has moved to LA for her. Very happy about that. I know she moved to LA just for Christian. I know this. Not for Hannah. Well, you never know. Mm-hmm. No. I can't uh, now. Now I'm. I now I love Christian. So now I'm just like, mm-hmm, okay, you know. Okay, I see your bias. <laughs> I got my bias now. Um, so they're they're amazing. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah. And then, I mean, all we have for that is Pete, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess no. Wait, Christian proposes. Well, yeah. That's what I meant. That's what I thought we were talking oh, about. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no no no. Um, I have that Demi. I did want to say that Demi did bring up Derek and that said that Derek will be in their lives forever. Do you think Derek's going to be a sperm donor when they have children? Stop. I know. I thought about it a long time today. I thought about it a long time. That would be so beautiful. (laughs) Feeling a little bit of I would want his, like if I had to, I was about to say I want his sperm. No, if I had to like (laughs) choose, you know, from like genetics, I'm like, he is a thoughtful, kind, handsome man. Like, give me your sperm. Absolutely. Let me make a baby. Absolutely. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. That would be so beautiful. And she said that we need more Derricks in the world. So maybe that's a hint. Um, Wow. But when Christian proposes to Demi, okay, when she said, when her freaking proposal when i like she that proposal even in, better than demi's even actually more, when she leaned in and said i when telling the ways that she loves her said, i love when you wake up throughout the night and whisper i love you i i know i i i wanted to die so i, I, I just was like oh unbelievable i know, I know. so it and was, then it was it was yeah i really liked her and then proposal. i just have to say when then the ring was brought out and they both have their rings and their hands are literally <laughs> pl- overlapped like this and chris is chris harrison is grabbing them and is fully dubbed over while they're filming the hands neil lane my friend you have outdone yourself oh. those are beautiful and it's like so out it's so dubbed over because the sound is so different <laughs> you really are getting good at this now i didn't even know that I'm starting to pick it up. Oh um, my god! So yeah, that was our season. I mean, what it, we had, what a, what a trifecta! It was really good. Sorry, I'm busy. I I just had to look up Frank and Oak because I got really excited about it. So, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I did. That's our sponsor. Use our code Chatty for Frank and Oak. But seriously, the season was great. We're gonna talk about Pete on our Bachelor Q and Q and A. Yeah, um, because. So- it's yeah. so late. It's it is very late and we do really want to get into Pete. Um I will say ABC screw you. Um I think that Pete is lovely, but screw you. I need ready for Mike. I, needed, I think I think Pete's going to be a good bachelor. No, I think Pete will be a good bachelor, but also ABC screw you because literally the people were screaming for Mike and you did not provide. Also, the people started to scream for Derek. <laughs> Mike or Derek? 
Well, it's okay. The people were screaming for Peter and we got Ari, so. That's true. <laughs> Don't be surprised. That's true. But we will discuss And the people all were screaming our... for Blake. We got Colton. That's very Not forget true. the history of Bachelor ABC World. just likes to be rude to us. They like, huh? to... they like to tease us. I'm sure people are pretty happy about Pete, though. Um, but yeah, we, were, we will discuss in the Bachelor Q&A, Pete's little intro, his little Hollywood kid intro. Um, yeah. All right. Brats. Signing out, Brats. Tune in tomorrow, though. Yeah, We're having a freaking kick-ass episode you're going to love. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about T- it. Tune in. Get the tea. Get the tea and uh, start hanging out with us <sighs> during our non-batch episodes. I guess we still have the Q&A one next week, but um, we think you'll like. And let's make this Broad Squad even stronger. Holla. Bye, Broads. That's it.